You're listening to Heart and Soul, a podcast from the Iglesia Cristo Church of Christ. I'm your host, Martin Zeruto, and I'll be interviewing young adults from across the world who are living Christian lives, but are also dealing with real world problems. This is Heart and Soul. Hi, everyone. It's so good to be back for another season of Heart and Soul. And wherever you are right now, as you listen to our first episode of this new season, I hope you and your family are healthy and safe. Like I said, this is the first episode of our season, and we have a lot of new exciting things that we want to introduce to you throughout the season. But one of the new changes is that I'm very happy to announce that sitting virtually beside me in another part of the world is Shannon Santamaria, our new co-host here at Heart and Soul. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Martin. I'm happy to be here. Uh, super excited to have you join the show. Um, what are you looking forward to most about being part of the show? The genuine conversations we're going to be having today. I think those these kinds of conversations are timeless and always serve as a memory to look back to. Couldn't have said it better myself. So let's dive right into our episode for today. We're talking about self-care. What is it? Why should we make time for self-care? And what does self-care as a Christian look like. Now, the term self-care is so much more popular now than it has ever been a few years ago and may even be more practiced in certain parts of the world. But I wanted to share this definition that I found on everydayhealth.com. Self-care means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy, you can be well, you can do your job, you can help and care for others, and you can do all the things you need to and want to accomplish in a day. Now, when we talk about self-care, what does that look like for you, Shannon? That's a hard question. I can't really define self-care except to provide myself the needs that it needs at that given moment or, you know, what I've been lacking lately in life, whether it's taking time for myself or going on a walk or just, you know, meditating before prayer. Right. Those are really important self-care. Definitely. Um, For myself, I guess self-care is... Um, having lunch with my wife, um, making sure we don't uh, lose our synchronicity when watching a show because we have to watch it at the same time. <laughs> um, going outside in the balcony, just kind of breathing in some fresh air um, and just kind of not feeling bad about taking a little bit of time for yourself um, throughout the day. But on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate yourself in terms of your self-care game? Oh, man. My self-care game is like a solid four. What about yours? <laughs> oh, I'm coming in at a solid 2.5. I mean, we do live both very stressful, very busy lives. And I mean, everyone does. Right. Especially now after, you know, post-pandemic, during pandemic, everything about it. I know. And we obviously need more guidance in taking care of ourselves. I mean, if I'm a four and you're a two, we obviously need some help with that. And I'm not afraid to ask for help. And to help us with that, I want to bring in our two guests for today. Uh, First, Brother Donald Pinock, a minister of the gospel in the Church of Christ. Hi, Brother Donald. Hi, Shannon. And hi, Martin. It's really, really good to be here once again. And joining us as well is Dr. Sidney Fontanares, a clinical psychologist from California. Thank you for being here with us. Hello, it's great to be here. Thank you. Now, before we get started, Dr. Sydney, um, 
what would you rate your self-care game? One to 10. One to 10. Um, I'm actually quite proud of my self-care game. I would say it's around eight. Um, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I guess working in mental health, in the mental health field, it's uh, it's it's very important for, for myself and to be able to do the work that I do. For sure. And in terms of certain things that you do for self-care, what would that be? Good question. Um, now that I'm on the spot, now I can't really. <laughs> like, I'm so proud. But um, things that, that come up for me, I, I guess um, uh, my self-care has changed a lot. I actually just recently had my, my second uh, child. She's about four months old. I, I have an older uh, toddler um, that's three. So my self-care, I feel like, just looks a little bit different now. Um, but my favorite um, self-care things are uh, reading, um, even if it's five to ten minutes. Um, also, uh, being able to have time to myself. Um, I'm sure many moms can relate. A lot of people are just, you know, wanting your time. So having time to yourself is is a is a big deal. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but for those who are listening, you know, we're talking about self-care, self-care game, taking some time to take care of ourselves. How would you exactly explain what self-care really is? You know, we see a lot of posts on social media where it looks like getting a massage or a pedicure or devoting some time to devouring your favorite food is self-care, but are we, are we getting it right? What is self-care really? And why do we need it? Sure. Um, again, working in the the mental health field, what, how I've seen self care as is is just taking the time to do things that help us live well, um, improve, and these activities help us improve both our physical health and our mental health. Um, and our mental health um, also includes our emotional, our our cognitive, our social well being. So anything that can help us enrich those areas. Definitely. And uh, Brother Donna, before I ask about uh, the Bible and, and, and whether it has self-care in it, I want to ask you, what would you rate your self-care game at for between one to 10? Self-care game. Uh, it's much better than it was uh, maybe a decade ago because uh, I believe it was a lot busier. But mm -hmm. now as I'm getting on in my years, I really do find the time to take care. So um, I think I'm close to an eight. I'm going to go with Dr. Sidney. Uh, I'm close to an eight because I really do, again, make the effort to look after myself. Trying anyway. No, you're doing a great job. For those who don't know, uh, we're in a group chat with Brother Donald and he messages us every morning right and early, right after his walk, and he shows us his steps. And it, it's fantastic, Brother Donald, your level of consistency and devotion to really taking the time, not only for your physical health, but your mental health. I know during those walks, you say it, it's very soothing and, and reflective when you get a chance to, to take those walks in the morning. Yeah, sometimes the weather's not so conducive, but uh, I do enjoy uh, as much as I can anyway. It helps. Um, and with regard to the Bible, does it comment on this idea of self-care? Well, it does, even though it may not use the the expression self-care. But for example, we can read in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 the following, May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body 
be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So clearly, we can see here that God wants us to be sound or healthy when he comes to our spirit, our soul, and our body. And if we were to ask, for example, when he comes to looking after both our spiritual and our bodily health, if you allow me to read right away, 1 Timothy 4.8, it states this, physical exercise has some value, but spiritual exercise is valuable in every way because it promises life both for the present and for the future. Uh, we all know, and I, I, I lean towards uh, Dr. Sidney also, uh, to attest that regular exercise is indeed beneficial for the body as well as for the mind. Uh, we can lower, for example, our stress level. Uh, we release those endorphins, that uh, feeling good um, hormones, and also we maintain a healthy mental state. That's why everyone should find a form and level of exercise that suits their age and also their ability. And of course, we should consult with a doctor if we're just going to begin a, an exercise regimen, just to make sure that what we're considering doing is something that we can really cope. And as for godly exercise, which is far more important, how is this done? by implementing the teachings of God in our daily life. When we apply these Bible admonitions, we can properly look after our spirit, soul, and body, or meaning to say, we can really tackle self-care. Right, right, Brother Donald. But I noticed that one of the things that's so common is when life gets super busy and stressful, you know, these little self self-care habits that we practice go away. It's, I think, the first thing that sometimes I forget, or and it's sometimes the first thing that's sacrificed because of our busy schedules. But Dr. Sidney, I want to know, why should we be more committed to taking care of ourselves during those stressful periods? I would say it's important to be even more intentional about our self-care during stressful periods because self-care allows us to be able to help others. Um, if you're able to take care of yourself, you can take care of others um, and help others uh, and give yourself to other people. Uh, the thing that we, we say, again, working in mental health, is that you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, so if you're feeling empty, it's it's hard to give, you know, more of yourself and help others. But if you're refilling your cup, you're, you're, you're refilling yourself, you're able to, to, to give more and give back. Um, also, it's, it's just, again, um, you know, we've, we've talked about just allowing it to, to help you in, in your everyday life. It, it helps you be able to manage all this, the, the stressors that you're experiencing. Um, all the the barriers in life that you're you're encountering, um, and just help you live well. If I could interject, Doctor Sydney, uh, I'd just like to say I really admire professionals like you when it comes to this field, because uh, you know I, I assume that when it comes to dealing with some people who do have issues, when it comes to uh, their mental state or psychologically, emotionally, that in ways, if you're not really looking after yourself, it could affect you in adverse ways. But from listening to 
uh, what you're saying and how you're saying it. I, I really feel that you have a good handle on your emotions and your 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 mental state, and you really are doing a good job when it comes to taking care of yourself. And that's why you're able to help others. Um, I, I just want to interject that. Oh, thank you, Brother Donald. I re- I really uh, appreciate welcome. that. And uh, I mean, it's uh, it's certainly, you know, self-care is not just for, I would say, like helping professions, but, you know, mothers, fathers, like if you're yes. in a relationship with another human being, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that it's it's necessary because you, you do want to take care of them or, you know, be present with them. And so... Yes, you can't do that unless you're really taking care of your, your yourself. So yes, it, it does make a lot of sense. To that point, actually, I think it's a fantastic uh, segue to what I was actually having challenges with. You know, at the early onset of of married life, uh, I was my whole life very excited to be a husband, to be a head of a household, and maybe one day, God willing, a father. Um, but during the pandemic, you're working from home. I really. I guess you could say it was burning the candle from both ends. And I really didn't prioritize taking care of myself because I was so focused on taking care of um, my wife and our household and making sure we were all okay and loved ones and friends. And so there's that level of guilt almost, right? Where it's like uh, you spend a little bit of time for yourself and you start feeling like maybe I should have, I could have spent that time, uh, you know, working more or, or helping more or doing more for others. Um, so I guess, Dr. Signey, how do we deal with that guilt? And does self-care necessarily always have to be like a two-hour bath? You know, like what are some things that we can implement in our daily schedule that doesn't necessarily have to, you know, take the whole day? Sure. Um, I'm glad that you you brought that up, Martin, because it, it does bring up kind of the misconception of what self-care is um, and that it's, you know, something that's selfish. But it's actually something, again, you know, it does, it's, it means that you're being mindful of your needs, not, you know, you're choosing yourself over your loved ones. Um, There's this one thing that I I just recently read, and it's, um, you know, it's not me first, it's me too. Um, You're, you're not you know, just, just because you're like, Hey, I'm gonna, um, you know, practice self-care. It doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden, you know, forgetting, uh, your loved ones and, you know, it's just you and that's it. You're, you're taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. I, I guess I've repeated that so many times, but, um, but that's kind of, I, I guess the point. And, um, you mentioned, you know, burning the candle on both ends. Um, and again, that's, that's why self-care is so necessary. There is this, um, there's this, the term burnout that that's been happening for a lot of people. Uh, people are struggling in their jobs and, you know, within, you know, their family and, and, and things like that. Um, and people feel resentful or upset or, you know, they're just more emotional, Um, so it's, that's again, why we practice self-care and, and it doesn't have to be a two hour, you know, or even an hour thing, or even really 30 minutes. Um, there are several self-care activities that we can do. Um, you know, some people, uh, practice, uh, deep breathing for a couple minutes. Um, some people practice uh, going for a walk for a couple minutes, getting, uh, opening the window, getting some fresh air. Um, 
sending a text to a loved one, just saying hi, or even like a, a an appreciation, like a, a moment of gratitude for them. So there's all these little uh, things that, that you can do that can, you know, that serve as building blocks. Um, I think, I think kind of remembering that self-care is not just kind of a one and done thing. It's something that we practice or we should be practicing on a regular basis. Um, so, you know, you know, getting a massage or, uh, you know, going to the spa is, is fine. Um, but, but remembering that, um, it's, it's not going to wipe away all, all the stressors in your life just because you've done it. Um, it's going to be a habit. It's, it's something that you'll, you'll hopefully be practicing, um, to take care of yourself regularly. Dr. Sydney, I actually had another question. I know that we keep, you know, learning that there are a lot of self-care activities, but what are some things that we shouldn't necessarily do? I know that, you know, what we need to take care of is our mental and physical health, and that might look different for each and every single one of us, but is there a rule or a mindset that we should follow so that whatever self-care activity we do, you know, we're really nurturing ourselves and our self-care and what we need? Sure. I, I don't think there's necessarily like a a, a specific role for self-care. Um, if anything, um, it's exactly kind of um, what you said, uh, Shannon. It's It looks very different for every person. Um, so just because, you know, so someone says they're, you know, walking regularly and, and, and that works for them doesn't necessarily mean it works for you. Um, it's really finding or, or trying out different things and finding what works for you and, again, what refills your cup. Um, I think kind of if, if your mindset is that, you know, self-care is just this way, um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it has to be two hours of your day. It's, it's kind of, it, it kind of becomes a barrier. You're, you're less Mm -hmm. likely to do so if you know that, you know, you have to invest that much time or money into it. Um, when, when self-care can be, you know, absolutely free and, you know, a couple minutes here and there, um, and also if, if it's something that you haven't practiced before, um, doesn't mean you can't just start now too. Um, I think a lot of people are hesitant. They're like, you know, that's not something that, um, I really believed in before. And, you know, where do I even start? Um, it's, it's an ongoing, I think, um, uh, a practice. It's a, it's, it, it change, it also changes, uh, with, uh, with the different seasons of your life, um, Again, like for for me, um, when I was single, uh, no kids, I I would read for hours. Now I I read maybe like five minutes here and there, and I, I feel like that still continues to refill my cup, and it works for me right now. Yeah, if I can jump in, those are really good habits uh, you mentioned, Doctor Sydney, because uh, perhaps there are some in an attempt to escape pressure that they may be feeling. Um, They believe when it comes to taking care of themselves that they can utilize substances, for example. Meaning to say they're resorting to what may appear as uh, positive means of taking care of themselves, but in truth, it's really uh, very negative. It can have adverse effects. So 
what you mentioned, for example, reading a book, going for a walk, you know, getting some fresh air, uh, even having that uh, short but sweet conversation with a loved one, those and other positive acts really help when it comes to taking care of our entire being, you know, not just physically, but again, emotionally, uh, and even psychologically. So, especially nowadays, we really need to look after ourselves. All people should strive to to do so in a positive manner. Brother Donald, I'm actually curious, you know, does the Bible also teach us this kind of discipline or the value of taking care of ourselves for the long term or, you know, throughout the, you know, our entire lives? Well, yeah, the Bible does. It, it, it makes mention about uh, looking after ourselves. We just read earlier when he came to the first verse, actually, of our study, which was First uh, Thessalonians uh, 5.23, looking after our entire being. So that's not just to be done for a short period of time. We, we have to make it a, a lifestyle in many ways. It's a lifetime commitment that we're going to be looking after ourselves. So what does that lifetime commitment of practicing self-care look like as a Christian, Brother Donald? Well, let's uh, read Isaiah 41.6. Let's allow the Bible to answer. Each helps the other and says to his brother, be strong. So this is why we are taught to look after ourselves so that we can look after others. Uh, again, I, I turn to Dr. Sidney because she mentioned even from the very beginning how important it is that we look after ourselves so we can look after others, whether they, they be family members, our spouse, uh, our children, or, or just friends. Um, that's why inside the church, the Church of Christ, we have activities that help to edify our fellow members of the church, where when it comes to, for example, the married members, when it comes to those who are young adults, not yet married, and even down to the young children, uh, we devise activities, events, so that this will uh, build up uh, one another and also our friendship or what we call as the the love of brotherhood and we also care for others especially those in our respective communities uh, we have uh, such drives such as food or clothing drives and or donations uh, we clean parks uh, here in Canada, of course, it's really dependent on the weather, but we do help when it comes to cleaning up our our neighborhood. Uh, we do so many things in order to show and express our care and love for others. And we're able to do so because with the help of God and his teachings and living in accordance with his teachings, that is a great advantage for us to be taking care of ourselves. That's really amazing, uh, Brother Donald. Thank you so much for that. It, it just goes to show, and every time we, we have a conversation with a, a professional, specifically in the mental health field, whether it's you, Dr. Sidney, we've had Dr. Darwin Bison on a couple of times as well. It really shows how powerful it is when you combine, you know, the day-to-day -day, um, practices of self-care uh, the, the things that we learn through mental health and physical health with the, the powerful messages and, and spiritual doctrines that we receive in the Church of Christ to bolster our 
our ability to take care of ourselves. I just wanted to ask real quickly, Dr. Sydney, as a, as a medical professional, as someone who, who deals with a lot of different challenges every single day, as, and as it relates to self-care, how does being a Christian help you uh, take care of yourself and, and perform your duties as a, as a medical professional? Mm-hmm. I, I would say, um, hmm. I would say it, it really being Christian is is a major foundation of of the work that I do. Um, a lot of the patients that I work with have, um, you know, they they share stories of of suffering with me, and you know what they what they struggle with on a day to day basis, and um, and it helps that for me as a Christian to have my beliefs and my values and. Uh, and even having, you know, going to worship service and having that time for myself and God, um, you know, um, Shannon had mentioned, you know, even the, the time to meditate before you pray, um, those, those, all those, I, uh, I, I guess activities, um, would they, they, they support in the, the, the work that I do. Um, I know even though that, you know, I'm, I'm hearing all these stories, I know that there, um, there is, you know, a, a, a bigger, a bigger reason in life, um, that there, you know, there's, there's something bigger than, than all of this. So I don't know if I expressed myself very well there, but, um, it, it, it is a big deal. It, it, worship service and, um, even the activities that the social activities that the the church holds is, is just a great way to recharge and reconnect and um, you know find find a lot of goodness um, and do self care. Absolutely. Uh, if I could add, uh, Brother Martin and uh, Doctor Sydney, you touched on uh, how important it is when it comes to your different uh, services to God, especially the worship service and also prayer. Uh, again, uh, that, that's a big advantage for the members of the uh, Church of Christ because uh, through prayer, not only do we exhibit our trust in the ability of God, but also it gives us that confidence, does it not? After we pray, it's like a lift because we know that there's someone, and when I say someone, in the sense of the Almighty God, who is unlimited when it comes to his capacity or capability. He's there to uplift us. So when we do feel the strains of life, again, we have exercise, uh, we have those habits, those good habits that we'll practice to, to ease the pressure and ease the tension, and then we have prayer. So we've got everything in, in ways when it comes to uh, overcoming those challenges. And at the same time, uh, having taken care of ourselves, now we can reach out and take care of others. Absolutely. It's such a powerful thing to hear, Brother Donald. And thank you so much for that, Dr. Sidney. You know, when they say um, you can't pour, well, what's the, the saying, uh, Dr. Sidney, about your cup being empty? You can't pour from an empty cup? <laughs> Yes, you can't pour yeah. from mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, and we're all sense. very much eager, and I'm sure our listeners around the world are so eager to be as active as we can be in our uh, activities in the church and our church duties and being able to share our faith and to edify one another in our activities. But that requires 
you know, your cup to be filled so that you can pour it for those, those different endeavors. And so if anything, when you get to the end of it all in our conversation, I guess self-care really allows you to, to worship more, to do more, to be more active, to, to serve more. Your ability to take some time to take care of yourself in a lot of various ways allows you to devote yourself more to worshiping uh, and serving God. Did I get that right, Brother Donald? Yes, I totally agree, Brother Martin. Perfect. So I want to thank you so much again, Dr. Sidney. I don't think this is the last time we're going to have you on the show. Such a fantastic insight. Thank you again so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. And thank you again so much, Brother Donald, uh, for joining us in our discussion. And Shannon, again, welcome to Heart and Soul. How did you feel about our first episode? What did you think? I'm excited for future episodes. Absolutely. And I hope you had fun and learned as much as I did during this first episode. Definitely. I'm going to try and get a 10 on that self-care. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to take a three-hour bath. Nobody message me. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening. We hope this episode was helpful to you all. And actually we want to hear what you thought of this episode. And please join us in the conversation for all the things that we post on our Instagram at Heart and Soul Conversations. We want to hear from you. Uh, so that's it for us today. We hope we were able to help and we hope we were all able to listen with all our heart and soul. Take care.